You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. Make sure you get out there this weekend. And with along with our friends at the Milwaukee Area Napa Auto Care Centers on the web at MILWCAR.com. Joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline is Tony DeZeno from NBCSports.com. Welcome to the show, Tony. Z-Man, good to be back, man. It's, uh, it's going well. It's good to catch up with you. Oh, it's the, my favorite time of the year. And I only saw you. I was out there last weekend, and I only saw you a brief time. And that's when they had we had a, a David Letterman sighting. It was a pretty mm-hmm. interesting uh, press conference with with some st- uh, with a program that uh, Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan is doing uh, to support troops that are uh, back uh, um, back as civilians and that. And it's a pretty neat program. Um, but I mean, this is this is getting pretty interesting. Of course, we have Fred Alonzo. In Indianapolis, and uh, I mean, in practice, now we're recording this on a Wednesday, so if anything happens after Wednesday, we apologize, but I mean, I was watching practice, I think it was today, and he looked pretty good out there, didn't he? He's looking racy. I mean, the last two days, the first two days of the week, or Tuesday, Wednesday, I guess, after he kind of got back acclimated on Monday, uh, he was getting dicey. I mean, he made an interesting three-wide move between Elio Castro and Evis and Juan Pablo Montoya. I was like, okay, he's up for it. Then he was part of the uh, Andretti train where they kind of do this mini race of five or six drivers uh, as part of a pack. So he's starting to get comfortable in that. He's talked a lot about how much more comfortable he feels as he gets uh, as he gets a little more uh, embedded within the IndyCar culture. Uh, he's been the story so far. There's been some extra international reporters out to cover it. And every time you go down to the pit lane, it's like, okay, there's the other 32, and then there's this swarm around the orange, the orange pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just there's there's no shortage of people at any point that have been in the McLaren, Honda, Andretti uh, pit uh, pit area. And um, there's some talk of uh, Honda sandbagging this year, and we've heard this back and forth, you know, with different teams. It's been going on as long as there's been racing, but it should be. It, do you think uh, once qualifying happens this weekend that we're going to get a clear-cut advantage between either Chevrolet or Honda? Uh, I hope so. Um, but I also think that they're closer than, than they let on. I think, you know, Honda Honda has more bullets in the gun. They have, you know, 18 cars to Chevrolet's 15. And of those 18, I would say 12 to 13 are, are legitimate, you know, contenders. And you can get more of them in the Fast 9. Whereas with Chevy, they only have 15, and they really only have maybe seven or eight that, that could do the same thing. So I don't think there's going to be that big of a, a divide. You know, it's like it could be a 5-4 thing. It could be a 6-3 thing. If it's like a 7-2 or 8-1 whitewash, that, that'd be a surprise to me for, for either side. Mm-hmm. I don't think everyone's really convinced that Chevrolet's shown their full hand either. The Carpenter teams looked really impressive this week. They haven't had much to much to adjust on from last year because they were really solid here last year with, with Joseph Newgarden and J.R. Hildebrand has stepped right up and, you know, stepped right back in. Uh, him and Ed Carpenter have both been, been really solid for the Chevy camp. As far as the Honda guys, I mean, you know, there was kind of a joke even their, their PR rep said today, or said earlier this week rather, that uh, 
here's some sandbags that we we've heard and so they they made kind of they made light of it and they actually put a photo up of it you know to carry into their office so you know it's good to see fun come back in, in that regard because the, the gamesmanship between the two is kind of ramping up and when you don't really have much in the way of too much technical innovation it, it's good that the two manufacturers are poking fun at each other to say hey we're we're this we're this good or we're better and you know that's that's what it's about right i mean if it's all spec what's the point so um it's good to see that you know, and it's it's interesting because Penske has been so dominant, and but you think, well, they should be dominant. I mean, they were dominant in the, the Indy Grand Prix, but I just get a feeling that that's not good. Indy is just a different animal, and overall, of course, Penske's dominated over the last thirty years and that. But it's going to be interesting to see how that front row shakes down. I mean, are we going to see a, a Penske sweep? Like, you know, if you're thinking that could be possible, but I don't know. I just, I just don't see that happening. How about you? Yeah, I think that's a good point. And, and if you look at since the Delara DW12 chassis got introduced a few years ago in 2012, Indy has not been a Penske dominant year with the exception of the first year of Aero Kit two years ago in 2015 when Montoya and Power battled for the win. Pagano was probably the fastest car all month. I had a late mechanical issue that dropped him back, and Castro Nevis is consistently solid. Um, they haven't been the dominant team since this car has been introduced. It's primarily been Andretti in both Chevy and Honda configurations. And Ganassi, too, has not been as strong either, which it, it's so weird that you come to a race weekend where those two established teams are not the favorite, but but they really haven't been. And, and that's been something that's, that's abnormal, uh, and it's something that you wonder if will change because – with, with having five cars, Penske's got a better shot now than they ever have. But uh, how realistic it is, it remains to be seen. I, you know, I think there's we going back to gamesmanship again. They haven't shown their full hands, and I think that's kind of one of the things they want to do. They want to be better than last year. Last year they were pretty anonymous for most of the month, and I, I don't think Rogers keen on having a repeat of that. Of course, it's Indianapolis, and it we see a lot of people you don't see the rest of the year. Who are some of the people you've seen so far? Uh... This week, I see Uncle Bo- Uncle Bobby's made an appearance already. Uncle Bobby made the rounds in the media center earlier this week. Our good friend Steve Shunk, our mutual friend, is uh, usually in line from him. There's been the um, we haven't seen Parnelli yet, but with there being 50 years since the uh, since the turbine and the whoosh, uh, that's been another story. Um, you always just generally see a lot of people. I think I think the big surprise is just kind of watching what all the one-off entries do and kind of what they add to the field. Uh, because those are the guys that, from an actual on-track standpoint, you, you don't see with the exception of this race. So um, Alonzo's the top story there, of course, but, um, you know, the Oriole Servias, Pippa Manns, the Sage Caroms of the world. Sage Caroms looked actually really impressive this week for, for Dry and Reinbold. Uh, those are the guys that you're kind of looking for besides the uh, the legends of the past. I will say, too, it's been good having Alan Sir Jr. back. Um, big year for him. He's a... Uh, this is 25 years since the 92 race, so there's, that's going to be celebrated next week. And he's working as a, a driver coach and kind of manager for Gabby Chavez, uh, rookie, or sorry, not rookie, past uh, second or third year driver over at Harding Racing. So that's a cool deal for him to see him back in the paddock in a, in a team capacity because that's a role he hasn't really had. That's, that's an interesting point because we're going to steal uh, um, a segment of another podcast we we both mutually like, like that's dinner with racers, and we're gonna I'm gonna have you uh, ask a question of Gabby who will be coming on uh, after you in the next segment. So think about that, and we'll, we'll get a, a, a 
question for Gabby uh, from Tony DeZino, who we're speaking with from NBCSports.com. Speaking of which, what, what what's the latest uh, going on at the website there? Um, it's a, it's a big month. I mean, one of the one of the nice exciting parts is you get to flush out stories that you don't really have time for otherwise. I mean, you know, some of the features we're working on. I had a Mark Miles Q and A earlier this week, kind of a state of IndyCar, the Euro trip. Uh, 2018 progress in terms of the schedule and the 2018 new uh, common kit rollout. Uh, had some interviews, Alexander Rossi, Penske features, uh, Andretti six cars, and, and some other deeper dives into the new teams that are running this year, Yunkos Racing, Harding, a couple others, and the, uh, the Road to Indy guys. There's a lot of Mazda Road to Indy graduates that are in this year's field, which is really cool because there's like, you know, we talk a lot about IndyCar is so tied to its history and its past, and sometimes runs the risk of not looking too much at its future. But there's a lot of young guys recent within the last two, three years graduates. Kind of look at them and kind of how they fit into the overall race. Very interesting. And I guess we should probably pick somebody for the poll. Who is your pick? I, uh, it's wide open, go with I know. Yeah, it's tough. But I'm going to go with Ed Carpenter. Um, Carpenter oh, okay. really solid both in, in no-toe and in toe-spec this week. And I like where he's at. I like what he's doing. Um, of course, if this airs Saturday and he hasn't got the poll yet, then uh, we'll <laughs> wait and see. Um, but but that's kind of the, the beauty and curse of it, right? I mean, Ed's, uh, it's been a, it's been a refreshed Ed, and, and since he's had a couple years where he's really struggled in the oval races, it, it'd be nice to see him, or for that matter, Jr. in in that position. I think those are two very good picks. And your question for Gabby? For Gabby, I'm gonna. Well, it's funny because he and I talked earlier this week, so he's probably had enough of my question. But what, <laughs> I, what, I, what I would ask him is, he's been a driver on a single-car team before. How is this single-car team different where that was an established team, whereas this is a chance to really build a team from scratch that is making its debut? Because now you have the experience, but the team doesn't uh, as a collective unit. So how, is, how are those different uh, when he came in as a rookie versus now as a more experienced shoe? Well, and it's interesting because uh, I want to bring this up. We're coming up on a break here, but I talked to somebody on that team, and there is a possibility of them doing some further racing uh, this year. Is it, did, have you heard that? I've heard the same. I think that I would be very surprised if this is if this is the only race of the year for him. I would not be surprised to see him at Texas and or Pocono. Um, they tested at Texas uh, a few weeks ago, and what's cool is, you know, we don't really get the in-season one-offs anymore or in-season additions. You know, it's like, you, you know, you don't have your year-old Lois showing up. So uh, now now we have that potentially with this. So right. it's good to see new teams kind of dip their dip their feet in and go from there. So we'll see how it goes. That's good to know because those are the exact two races I was told too. So that's good to know. Talking to Tony DeZeno, NBCSports.com. Make sure to check out all his stuff. Uh, and, and from the whole group there, the whole team, it's a great team on the motors section and the top tab there. Uh, it's good stuff. And, Tony, thanks a lot. We'll see you this weekend. Sounds good. Look forward to it, man. All right. Thank you. You're listening to the Final Inspection Show on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.